Hello and welcome to another episode of the A-Line Podcast. Today I catch up with Cameron Orr, who had an incredible season last year, racing the Cape Epic, winning the UK Exterior National Champs and having solid results in both the European and World Championships. We discuss how he had such a successful year, as well as getting his thoughts on the new William Pirelli factory team and their race bike for the 2023 season. We also discuss that Cam is looking for a helmet sponsor. So if you or someone you know wants to help support him this season, then please reach out to him on Instagram as it would be great. Also, if you're enjoying the show, then please leave a review on your podcast app of choice that helps the show grow and reach a new audience. Also, be sure to follow at the A-Line podcast on Instagram and share it with your mates. Finally, I know times are tough, but if you feel like the podcast is adding value to your life, then feel free to buy me a coffee. It's a simple way to support the show and any funds go directly into improving the podcast. So if you're interested, you can find the link on my Instagram account. Now, without further ado, I present Cameron Orr. Good evening, Cam. How are you doing? Welcome to the A-Line podcast. Good evening. Thanks for having me on board. It's good to be here. No worries. Thanks for giving up the time to come on. You're you're a busy man. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners, say who you are, like why you're here a bit? Yeah, um, my name's Cameron (laughs) um, Yeah, I race push bikes and specifically cross-country mountain bikes. And um, yeah, I've been race, racing for a couple of years, and so growing up in the in the sport and the youth categories, and on the on the road, cyclocross, and on the mountain bike, and um, now sort of the past few years, focus more on the mountain bike. And um, last year, I was became a like British national mountain bike champion, which is really cool to to say and. Uh, think of accidents it's one of those things you never really think it'll will happen so um yeah I'm, I'm I feel privileged to to be to be wearing the stripes in the, in the cross-country um Olympic discipline yeah massively it's, it's a huge achievement um we'll we'll definitely unpack that in a bit but before we get the party started we'll um we'll get your virtual coffee order because you can tell a lot about a person by their coffee shop order can't you so imagine we're out at the weekend been for a spin and we stopped to grab a brew and a snack what are you ordering it's tough it, i think it depends a lot on the weather okay like if it's a nice summer's day if they've got like an ice cream and maybe a cold drink something like that but yeah. um I, yeah i don't really drink coffee so it'd probably be like a cup of tea and a tea cake or Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's a first. No, no coffee. I think <laughs> that's um, that's interesting. But um, what what cold drink? Are we talking like the classic Coca Cola, or more of like a Fanta Man, or Seven Up, or something like that? Or yeah, probably something with a bit of lemon in it. Ooh, I think yeah. again, depends where it, depends where you are. Like say somewhere um, exotic, and they do like freshly squeezed juice, something like that would be nice. But yeah, yeah. If not, then like a maybe a Sprite or lemonade. Yeah. Nice, I like it. Yeah, that's a good choice. We've not had the citrus vibes yet, so yeah, good choice. I like <laughs> it. So yeah, we're all settled down. Got our got our virtual beverages and things all set. Um, you mentioned starting off in in youth and things like that. So how did it kick off? Did you were you born with a bike or how did bikes get into your life? Yeah, like kind of when I was younger, sort of like mess about on bikes with with the sort of kids and the other kids in the village, sort of. Yeah, like mucking around, building some sketchy jumps, that sort of thing. Um, but now I was a lot more into other sports like like football and um, yeah, that was a big a big thing for for a while. And it was only really I kind of got into cycling more um, when my my dad busted his knees and part of um, his rehab was he could like was was for getting on a bike and. He started on turbo and then going out and then I started joining him. And um yeah, a mate at um at like who I used to go running and swimming club with, he was like, Oh, you should like you know, sort of cycling I was like, Oh, you should give maybe a cycle local cyclocross race a go and I did and just sort of snowboarded from there when I was like maybe thirteen. Yeah. 
Nice. And so you, you didn't fancy triathlon or anything like that with a bit of running and swimming knocking about? No, it's funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, a few people say that, but no, no, I never really, really did, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. So cyclocross was sort of the the start of it and then the mountain bike evolved. Was there a reason that like drew you to the mountain bike side of things or? Yeah. So um, even like up to the junior category, I was, I was racing all across the disciplines. I, yeah, I really liked, um, yeah, the all three to be fair, maybe cross when it was really muddy and wet, not, not as much, but the road and the mountain bike is pretty similar. I think what drew me more to the to the mountain bike at the time was um like following the British cycling pathway. Um, I I love riding my mountain bike and to like guarantee being able to ride that still. Like I could still ride my road bike as well for part of training, but it just gave me more variation. Yeah. And um, like for the compared to the guys on the track, I, I didn't I didn't have that that same that same grunt. So it just kind of made made sense to go down that that route at the time. Yeah, definitely. And if you always just focus purely on XC, or if you dabbled in a bit of enduro or downhill as well on the mountain bike side, I've, I've done a couple of enduro races. Um, just like yeah, but but nothing nothing really. So serious, it's more just for, for fun. Yeah. 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 Mm. I'd like to do a downhill event or something one day, you never know. But um yeah, it's just like bikes and equipment and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets expensive quickly, doesn't it? And downhill, mm-hmm. like you pay the same uh race entry as like a cross country race, but you spend most of the day stood around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that be more more relaxed i guess a bit yeah 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 it's different not going to bar to bar and things but mm. yeah i guess you've mentioned like the like the british cycling pathway and things like at what point did you start to like i don't know, take it seriously i guess in your head and things like that and start to push um i think when i was coming into second year uh junior um yeah, with I was really lucky with with BC the opportunity to do that the first year a couple of races um like internationally with them and then the second year I was like right I'm gonna try and do as best as I can and maybe like focus more on the on the cycling to, to try and do as well as I can and then like scale back the other sports I was doing at the time um and. Yeah, that's like the aim to kind of do do well there. See how, see, see how much I could improve, and then hopefully do well in the races, um, international races as well. Yeah, that's great. And so, like, how how did it go? Did you have quite a, a smooth transition out of junior? Because it's a hard time, isn't it? Because you're still growing and things. And it's quite competitive. Yeah, um, the second year. Junior went really well. I was happy, happy with that there, and um, I was, yeah, got got a place on the senior academy program there for the the following year, and um, that was yeah, that was cool and different. Like moving to to Manchester with the, the team there and um, getting stuck in, and yeah, a couple of early races and stuff went went well. Like it is a step up, like you said, but then I. Uh, it seems, to, yeah, like I had a I had a um a knee injury like halfway through the year, which um set me back a, a bit. But after we got over that, we got the ball rolling again and just tried to do what I could in the last races and build up for the for the second year under twenty three. Nice. And then, like, did the final year of under twenty three go well before we stepping up, or was it still a few issues? It's a weird, weird. Yeah, because the year the year before, um, it was like we've, we've affected massively by by COVID, um, so pretty much most of the calendar was shut off anyway, and um, I had quite a, a like a like a quite a bad back injury. I couldn't couldn't really do anything for sort of nine 
my mum to just sort of kind of lay on my my front for it to to heal and stuff and um so I was I was really up in the air I didn't like yeah sit sitting down wasn't possible and it was, it was pretty painful so I was like how am I gonna <laughs> point thinking how am I gonna get back to to racing a bike um but yeah works really hard with the physios had great great support from British Cycling they were like the autumn and the winter to try and get back to racing fitness the final year under 23 and um yeah had like just yeah just tried to get get stuck in um kind of and racing on around the the, the top 10 in the um in the world cups under 23 world cups so I was really cool happy there um and just just trying to trying to do do what I could and, and enjoy it at the at the same time said so I didn't think I'd be back back racing so that was yeah that was really cool yeah definitely that sounds like quite a gnarly back injury was that bike related or something else in life or yeah like um it's it, I think it's a kind of triggered by by a crash and then um for a while I was, I was just sort of having pain in my, my legs so I thought it was sort of leg related but it was the nerves had damaged a bit higher up in the in the back you know the um some of the the fluid was was pushing on them and stuff and oh, there's wow. like bulge in, in some of the disc in the disc so um but I, I didn't really know that until um yeah until later on I could get in and see the the doctor and the physio and have some checks and stuff with it being kind of over over covid I guess it's quite a good time in terms of it happening That's around it. COVID. Like it's kind of yeah. a good time to do it. And like we see a lot of like the female athletes, like they they took the opportunity to have a baby and things, didn't they? Because the the year mm. was kind of written off. But um, yeah, it's perfect timing for that. Um, do you feel yeah, it? Not quite lucky there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So it probably didn't have too much of an impact on like your your progression up into senior, I guess. No. Um... Yeah, so it's it's always hard to know. Like I missed a lot of just work, and I could I could tell like I just didn't have the same amount of time on the on the bike. But um, kind of that that last winter was was really good and made some good progress again. And um, yeah, for for stepping up into the first kind of season racing elite last year. Yeah, and well, that brings us nicely on to last year. You had a quite a good one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was really, really cool, exciting, exciting year. Really lucky with, um, like, with, with GB again. It's, it's did, um, like my coach Simon Watson. Shout out to him and the members of staff for kind of supporting me as well on the program. Still, with, with not having a full like elite elite team to help take me to. To races so so I was still able to tag around along with the under twenty three GB um squad and uh yeah just like used used um yeah just kind of did what I could to um take myself to, to to additional races to try and score more points and um get some results and get my name out there more and try and nudge myself up the up the ranking and um yeah like you say there's some really cool races and others didn't go too well as um yeah there's a few few ups and downs but it's overall it was a um, really cool experience to to be able to race where I, where I did and in front of some amazing crowds yeah massively like just just from what i know you did um cape epic didn't you um and then you did yeah. like well, it's quite a big year. We had Cape Epic, um, won national champs, did Commonwealth Games, did the World and the Euro champs as well. So you had quite a busy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did a lot. I've not actually counted my race days, but um, yeah, I did quite a few races last year. Yeah. <laughs> what was Cape Epic like? Because that's kind of, well, most people can't imagine. They can sort of maybe imagine what a national champs is like and stuff, but Cape Epic mm. is such a step and different vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Um, nice, really cool race, hard as well. Like, um, 
it's just it's hard to it's hard to put into words because you you're kind of racing when you you know you're tired like you're feeling tired and if you were training you'd like stop because you'd kind of beyond doing yourself any good at some point <laughs> just of how you how you feel like afterwards you need to make sure you recover well off the back of it um but it was yeah just it's the the stages um like the terrain the scenery um and how, yeah just how you how you're racing it's uh it's yeah, something else and i think it's really cool as well because you well like i was racing with the um kind of like um elite riders and we get set off first and then after us and the women various categories you you can like you just get um anyone like your average guy if they if they wanted to if, if they managed to get into the race and could stump up the, the funds to to do it it's like that yeah you get them those guys hacking around for sometimes like double the amount of time that it's taken us to race the stage and they're just getting in just before <laughs> um before it goes dark and it finishes and then having to sort the bikes out and having like have food and then straight to bed and in the tent and then up again the same thing the next day yeah it's quite uh yeah it's, yeah a lot of admin to take yeah. out if you've not got someone doing it for you yeah i thought got it quite easy really i've been um some support crew around to to help out <laughs> No, it sounds like a good experience. It's a bucket list thing for a lot of people. Um, oh, it was on, yeah, it was on my bucket list. Yeah, I, I didn't think you'd ever do it, but yeah, to do it, it's really, really special. And it just kind of came about um, by chance, really. And okay. Yeah, like, like I didn't. So I, I took myself out to Italy um, to race some, like an Italian series and uh, another another race in Italy earlier like in, in March early on and um got a got a like a podium there in the first one and then was up there in the second and got a got a puncture and um one of the the teams there was like oh do you wanna just mess like yeah got in contact and were like oh do you wanna race the Cape Epic um we'll go in a couple of days. Um, I was like you got a got a day to to decide and um i was like oh it'd be really cool to do but like i yeah i'd not i'd, I'd like traveled to italy with not the right kit and all of that stuff and i wasn't yeah. expecting just to do <laughs> to go straight to south africa and race it but yeah I speak to my coach and stuff and a few other people and some like oh, i should do it some like no don't want to risk it could mess up your whole season but it's like when's this opportunity ever come again so grabbed it and yeah marco and um andrea the, the, the team manager and the guys that worked with really a Pirelli team were, were great and um kind of took me on my way yeah took me across the other side of italy and um just got us ready for it and flew us out with the rest of the team and it was as if i was have been part of the team for a while to to take the spot of one of their injured riders so it was really really cool and now I'm, now I'm racing for them um yeah this year so it's so good good things have come come from that yeah I mean it just goes to show that you've just got to put yourself out there haven't you and just keep knocking on doors and yeah. things and just being in the mix and things tend to work out one way or another eventually don't they yeah it's funny how things work yeah. Before we dive into like the new team of things, we'll finish off looking at last year. So I guess the other big ones to chat about are national champs um, and Commonwealth mm. Games and the Euros and the Worlds. So, like national champs, obviously, went really well. Yeah, that's a that's a cool a cool race. Just um, I, I finished second quite a few times at national champs, so I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just we'll just kind of figure out, put that aside and crack on and see what happens. Just ride my own race and 
um, that's what I did. And yeah, I couldn't quite believe it when I crossed the finish line at the end. So it was a very special feeling. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Did that, because it was like, I don't know, a lot of people had a fair bit to say about the course. Is that kind of the course that suits you, I guess, then? or? Yeah, I guess, like, technically, um, kind of the, a lot of courses are race, like, like the World Cups and some other international courses. It was sort of up, up there with it. And then some of the, the steep climbs and stuff, you, you get a lot. Like, you could get steeper, more technical ones as well. So, um, yeah, it was nothing. I thought it was really cool what they, what they did, loads of options on the descents if you couldn't ride a certain bit or you wanted to go a different way you could like there's an option to do that yeah it just made good good for line choice um i guess a few like now there's not as many courses with as big a climb as that um that's probably the only thing really but you could get into quite a nice rhythm up there i found um so it was, it was, yeah i thought it was a really cool course probably like when when Hadley was was on and before it had been changed and the same as like Noonan Park before um that sort of changed as well. Sort of up there with them for British rounds, which is yeah, it's really good. Hopefully there's some more more like yeah, it again. Definitely. definitely. No, it was a great fun course. I loved it. Um Yeah. I'd definitely like to see more of that for sure. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I think as well for the riders coming up and the young ones wanting to to do yeah. uh, like to, to race ab- abroad and um yeah it's what's needed really so they they know they can go oh this is i can ride this and it's not a massive shock when you turn up to a race and there's features you you've never seen in a race before it's like yeah well, it's a good it just for like the whole level of the british british scene i think it's seen it i think it's really good to to see and yeah, I guess with the the older guys are the ones that maybe can't ride those technical features. Like if there's an A, if there's we got an A and B in the C line or whatever, just swallow it and take the other other line. You don't need to kill yourself on the <laughs> or moan about it if you can't ride it either way. So definitely, yeah. no, I couldn't agree more. And I guess well, from what I've heard, another good course I wasn't racing, but Commonwealth Games that was maybe quite fun from what I hear. Yeah. It's it, like oh the crowd was I've never seen yeah I think it was up there with the best crowds and especially for a mountain bike race in the UK yeah. I've never seen a crowd like it before and um, yeah the course was all right like from where it was in the the venue and and stuff I get okay I guess it was, it was just really it was just like kind of a flowy bike parky yeah so of course um but it's yeah there's just the, the crowd and the whole event and the whole atmosphere was was amazing yeah yeah, yeah i guess it's a bit of a different vibe to curatory but still yeah still good fun. Yeah. I, sadly i couldn't get tickets i was devastated but um yeah i would have loved mm. to have been because yeah the atmosphere sounded amazing yeah no i think it, yeah it's it's weird how they they did it like he you just needed a ticket to get in the finish arena and to watch the screens, but I think it, anyone could go and watch in the in the forest. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, um, but, yeah. Uh, you you got fourth there, I believe, didn't you? Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's a, it's good and bit of yeah, bit of sweet. Um, <laughs> being close to a medal and not, but. Yeah, I was in I was in really good shape, but just on the day, couldn't seem to deliver. So, it was, yeah, but um, it's all it's yes. You have good days and your bad days, but um, so like looking back now, is always a bit of a bit of disappointment there, especially when you see loads of people there kind of put working or helped out behind the scenes, or sort of family and friends who supported over the years just to just to just to miss out but um no it's, i can't i can't really com- complain to we've had that, that opportunity just got to learn 
from it for the the next ones. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, you can. It's those experiences you build on them, don't you? And then you grow as a person, as an athlete, and and all that. Mm. And then obviously we've got um, Glasgow to look forward to this year, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. Oh, not Glasgow. Yeah. It's um, where is uh, it? Yeah, Andress. I think it's around Andress. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because you got all the cycling world championships like happening. I think over two weeks in in Scotland. So um, yeah, It'll be really good. good. Mm. Do you um? When do you find out about selection for that sort of thing? Well, I'm not too too sure. I know you have to express your interest. That you, you'd like to be considered for selection. Um, it could be around like june july time after a few races yeah 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 makes sense so looking at this year then you've got a new team do you want to chat about a bit of that and then what's your plans for this year i guess yeah um so no like yeah since i kind of started taking the cycling and the mountain bike specifically seriously it's been um it's been quite a yeah, like I uh, just love to to race for a professional, like professional team and a professional kind of cyclist riding for a, for a bike round. You see all the say you go to the World Cup, whatever you see all the teams with the big um, stands and the, the bikes and the mechanics and everything just looks shiny. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's it's really cool to be to be doing that and yeah, I'm racing for. Um, Villa Prelli, um, mountain bike team. Um, and there's kind of a split into sort of two. I guess you've got like the the marathon side and then the um, XCO sort of side. And uh, there's a yeah, there's a couple. It's an Italian team. There's a couple of Italians, and then you've got also got a few other nations in there, including myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm actually the, the oldest, well, the eldest race in the on the XCO side. Um, but there's yeah, there's some really good riders. Um, kind of just racing the first year in 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 elite, and then in the under twenty three categories as well. So, um, nice. yeah, I'm looking looking forward to it. Yeah, how's your Italian then? Is it any good or? <laughs> It's uh, it's improving. It's uh, yeah, but it's nothing, nothing like that. How good their English is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it must be like it must be good to be part of that full like factory sort of vibe. Um, a big race team set up. So if you, because a lot of athletes that have come on so far, they've like worked alongside. So are you full time bike racing, or are you doing other side hustles too? Yeah. Um. um yeah. So yeah, like from me. GB and into into this with these guys, yeah, I'll be full full time professional athlete. So it'd be yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, like yeah, done little bits of stuff here and there, but um, yeah, and just just kind of starting a bit of bit of coaching at the minute with some younger riders, and they aren't too far from me, which is which I really enjoy. And and, and yeah, we like get getting involved with those guys and seeing kind of seeing the youth for the sport um, yeah definitely progressing um, yeah and you say where you're based at the moment so where whereabouts mm. is that um so in yeah in the in the uk kind of like where my family is in um in derbyshire yeah okay. yeah so pretty pretty central yeah handy if you get into all the races and then like yeah. slightly slightly biased question is what do you think of the the bike because willia is obviously a big brand but not necessarily so much in the uk on the mountain bike scene so some people may not have seen it they can look on your instagram and things but how's it been so far yeah no, it's been really cool like when i um we, we had a team camp in december and went over to to visit a few of the sponsors and um visited the like the video hq and in um yeah in, in Italy um like not too far from from Venice and yeah had a good good look around there and a tour around there and it's awesome. Bram, yeah it's got Bram was such a cool 
musical history and especially on the road like with Pantani riding the, the bikes for for a while and yeah it's um like it's quite a new thing for them to get get involved on the off-road scene it's just been a couple of years um but I'm I'm really like yeah the bikes the bike's really good um it's I'm not sure how much I can say to be honest but no it's um, fine yeah yeah no like it's it's it, it feels really racy I guess from the the road um side of things with them sort of being more road road focus but then it, it goes like it goes downhill better than I thought it would like it's yeah, it's really yeah it, it I think it surprised me actually how yeah how it how it is and um yeah there's I'm not sure what people have seen on social media but there's been a a bike some of the other guys maybe in photos have seen that's sort of zebra coloured um so I'm not really saying much more than that but if you if you know you your cars when you see cars driving around with like a wrap on them it might uh, indicate something so yeah keep everyone keep their eyes peeled for okay that's all, what i'm gonna that's say cool. we'll keep yeah. an eye out for the special wrap then mm. nice no I, yeah i was kind of asking because it it looks very much like quite a racy racy bike because some i guess yeah, like cross country's changing some brands have gone almost like the bikes look like a shrunken enduro bike almost don't they in terms mm. of this looks like Rapid, so yes, yeah, interesting. No, it goes downhill really well and stuff, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was on, yeah. So the guys at, at Jungle were really good to me, um, the past sort of two years and hooked me up with like the Santa Cruz, and that's that kind of feels like a different beast altogether. And before yeah. that, I was like Cannondale helped me out with a, a bike. This this bike, the the video feels a lot more kind of racy, like the Cannondale again. Um, okay. But the yeah, the Santa Cruz was great for for like just trail like trail riding and going going downhill, but for me doesn't doesn't feel quite as racy. Which at the end of the day is what it's um yeah designed for. Yeah, totally. But no, it, it it sounds good. And then your what's your your calendar shaping up like then? Yeah. Um, so with the. With it being an Italian team, the Italian International Italian Series is a big focus um, for the sponsors and as well, particularly. And um, there's, yeah, the World Cup starting start of May. There, they're also the main the main events, um, and uh, yeah, the the World World Championships in in scotland that's like a big personal goal of mine yeah yeah definitely no, that sounds good it sounds like you're going to be busy is there much you're going to do much national racing as in the national series or is that just like kind of too yeah, much to think I about think we'll see um i think if i'm about i'd like to like to get down to some it's definitely good to, to see what's going on um last year i was able to do a few which is just cool um and it's good as well like the how the yeah, most of them are C2s now, and you've got, like, Woody's, I think, again's a C1 for the points. Oh, nice. so that <clears throat> that makes a big a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to be busy. I guess guess my last question is, because a lot of people almost, like, dream of the, your, your route through the sport and things and making it onto a, a pro team, etc. Like, you haven't necessarily, like, been out to the races yet, but what do you think is going to be the biggest difference between the support you've got this year compared to last year? Well, I, yeah. Um, just, it's it's hard to, to put into words, I guess, but kind of, um, like, yeah, it just, make, just makes your life easier. Um, <laughs> Take away a bit of the stress and stuff and, having extra hands and help and um like the races I did with, with GB is yeah really really good and good good staff and support there but then like when I went to races kind of off my own back um just yeah it's just uh 
you you doing what you doing what you can and um maybe like sometimes having to ask for favors here and there if anyone can lend a hand and like when we went out to Brazil it was pretty cool crazy adventure and you know you had dad had Dan on and talking a bit about that he was he was a great great help there um I guess it's you can just be more settled and focus on what like the specifics of the race rather than having to think about all the other different things like we're getting to to be when that's already taken care for you yeah, yeah I guess follow-on question then what's Dan's cooking like <laughs> yes I, I can't yeah decent to be I don't I don't really remember anything being bad so I think it must have been must have been good. good. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. We'll get a Michelin star out today, yeah. shall we, in the post? I know one time came back from the shops and brought back, like, these, I, I'm not even sure what they were, but they could have even been, like, rooster feet or trying <laughs> to find chicken. But it was some kind of bird. Don't think it was a chicken. And they smelled really weird when we cooked them. And, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they got passed because we were, like, might catch them for now. Yeah, <laughs> but no, when we were there, we were really, really careful because a few people got um, bugs and things, and we just made sure, like, we if any kind of fruit or veg we had, it it'd be in like inside a skin. You'd have to say like you'd have an orange rather than an apple, just so you could take it. Oh, like a mango, you could yeah. Just trying to limit that sort of thing, and then not not. Uh, drinking the water straight from the, the taps and stuff could have been going overboard but we didn't get ill from it so i think it was yeah worth it. yeah better safe than sorry so i think it was That's wasn't it, it the yeah. trek team that like destroyed them yeah yeah i think they they got quite unlucky there some, some got they got something yeah yeah well well it worked um but yeah, if people don't know what we're talking about, go back a couple of episodes and you can listen to the interview with Dan where he was on the on the tools for Cam and Isla out in Brazil. It sounded like a wild trip. Was it your first time in Brazil? Yeah, first time in Brazil. Such a cool place. Like um I'd love to go to South America again if Yeah, if we ever did. Um but it was amazing just the it just felt like a Yeah, it felt like a different place and the, the people were so so friendly and just the well people we we met and they they were really into the into the cycling and it was on the road like as well I I, I thought it was going to be carnage with cars and stuff and close passes and yeah but it felt kind of safer than than riding at home sometimes and definitely safer than like North America and Australia and places like that just it could have been because it was having seen his hometown and they just loads of them knew who he was. They just gave you loads of space and like cheering nice. you on. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, yeah, yeah. It felt, yeah, it's it just, it just felt really exciting place to go. And I think as well because a lot of a lot of the places that have races, they're all the culture's all quite similar. So, like, if it, even if it is the other side of the world, like. Yeah, Australia or uh, North America, it's just quite a similar culture, but there it felt, um, it felt, yeah, it's just it was different in a really, really good way. Yeah, well, I guess as the sport grows with like discovery coming on board, maybe we'll start going to some more exotic places because it is quite Europe and America focused, isn't it? Like maybe we'll mm-hmm. go to Japan and more South America. But what yeah, you've got a particular World Cup round you're really looking forward to this year? Yeah, is it? A couple, I think, um, like snow snowshoe, um, this yeah, well they're they're right at the end of the year, kind of October time, yeah. so we'll have to see if they get snow or not. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But then when when I raced there after, after Worlds and then the twenty three, like when that was at once and that was a really cool track and, um, watching the elite race, just how close it all was, like and, um. Especially if it's dry, it was yeah. just really close racing. It's kind of like a peloton riding around. I thought that was, it was one of the most exciting races I'd watched because you just like no idea who's gonna who's gonna win here or what's gonna happen. 
um, to probably, yeah, sort of races and stuff like that rather than just one guy riding off and then that's it for the for the race. Yeah, yeah. Mm. definitely. No, it would be good. I'm sure lots of people will be watching. Um, I guess that kind of ties up the main part and we'll get into the fun questions now. Um, so we'll kick them off. These are the questions we ask everyone. So first okay. off the bat, we got the hits and shits. So like the hit, a hit would be something you really love about the sport. It can be like the, something like people focused or like bike focused or and then a shit is the opposite. So it's something you don't like so much about the sport you want to see less of. Again, people or kit or racing focused. It can be serious, yeah. can be funny. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a little... I think, yeah, I I think for me, the hit, and I think this is why, like when I was at school and doing GCSEs and A-levels and stuff and starting to cycle more, just like after kind of learning lessons and then studying, just getting, just getting out, I think for a lot of people, like after work or wherever, just getting out on the bike outside the fresh air, kind of even just cruising or pushing yourself you just it's just nice being outside and um you can yeah just go and go in places on on two wheels that's even still uh that's what i really like about the major hit yeah yeah i agree because even like like when i ride into work i ride an e-bike because i got all my, my mm. shit with me you know got a big basket yeah. on the back and stuff but even just riding that home like puts a smile on my face even it's just on yeah. the road you know but it's so much yeah. better and just clears your head and stuff it's always like exactly. yeah worth it even though it's not a training session you know mm. oh, for sure that's yeah the things i like yeah yeah and then i think it's it's just no maybe they're not so good just how like it seems to be, I don't know, like, I've not been around too, too long, but kind of cars and cyclists is a bit of a, it seems sometimes there's a bit of an underground feelings are, uh, yeah, a few individuals, like, not a war, but it's like, yeah, guys, yeah that going on, and it's just like, it's a, it's a couple of seconds or whatever, if your day just, it's nothing to, if you say if you behind someone, just give wait a sec, give a bit of space and go around. There's no need to like shove someone off the road or put someone else oh, in danger when you're in a in a massive box. Um and then again, like it's just what how I can make things safer for for cyclists and like different modes of transport for being so so instead of being so reliant on on cars, but um, yeah, just compared to other countries, I think we're still lagging behind a bit, unfortunately. Yeah, massively. It is a hard one because it's great the cyclists got so much more popular, but then mm. there's more cyclists on the roads, which almost makes the problem worse to a degree. But hopefully that mm. will then push people to sort out a solution quicker. Yeah. The government and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. But no, that's a that's a good hit and a and a good shit. I mean, at least if you ride off road though, you don't need to worry about the cars. Exactly. It's just the horses and dogs that's and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just be considerate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. That applies on and off road. Just be considerate and don't be a mm. dick, and it will be fine, won't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, uh, unless you've got any more hits and shits, we're we'll going to the next question. Hey, go on to the next next ones. Yeah. Cool. So, what is your best training session so it can be i don't know if they're different one that does you the most good and also the one that's the most fun or if they're the same then happy days again yeah i think i'm someone who likes a bit of variation um so it's hard to it's hard to say um and uh, yeah it, it depends on the time of year yeah as well um <laughs> well like if we're yeah. thinking like in like big handfuls like do you really like hill reps do you really like i don't know starts sprints that sort of thing or do you like hour-long tempo efforts maybe i probably like going on a bit of a long ride and um 
yeah, not like an epic ride, but yeah, quite a long, quite a long day, and then on some trails where you maybe you never really ride or or like ride into ride into some trails that are a bit out of the way that you wouldn't usually go to, or like riding a new say looking on the maps before like oh where did I never really go kind of a bit of exploring but then again I've just thought um I quite like cycling to my to my grandparents especially when the weather's good it's a couple hours and then having like lunch with them and then cycling back back home again that's a good day out yeah seeing them and then a bit of training good, good training cool. as well yeah 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 I think like checking out new places is underrated because it challenges you doesn't it in terms of your fitness your skills you don't like know mm. the trails like the back of your hand so you're trying to re- react quicker and it's like it's like going to a race isn't it because the course may be new to you and you've got to learn it quite yeah. quickly and things like that yeah exactly yeah yeah do you find any specific like um things you really enjoy like turbo work or anything or are you more of a getting out and about kind of guy oh if i've got the choice i outside nice yeah yeah um yeah nice. no, yeah yeah like I've, I've never used swift or anything like that um okay. but then like when i was at school and stuff it's like the turbo is just just great for like, especially when the, the days are short and it's dark or whatever and, um yeah say if you've got intervals and you've got a bit of rest before the between the intervals and um, the weather's like really bad, you don't want to be getting cold in between your efforts. So, like, there's yeah, the turbo is a great tool for that. Then, but um, if I've got the choice, I'd, I'd rather ride outside. Yeah. Definitely. No, that sounds good. Um, next question, a little bit of a different one. Can you finish the sentence? If I wasn't racing bikes, I'd be dot dot dot. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I applied. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to get on. Well, what was going to happen after after school? Really, like I was hoping to to keep racing my bike um, and like get on the uh, under twenty three squad of British cycling. Um, so yeah, did, did my A levels at, at school and um, applied to study geography at Sheffield which I had a place for and deferred for a while so straight away I would have would have been doing that but um yeah it, now I, I've got no idea um I think mean, like like I was saying so sort of getting a bit in, into the kind of the coaching stuff and like we've sort of been into the science of things and yeah. the why and the hows and um what ifs um then again like yeah uh, it's hard to it's hard to say yeah no no but you haven't got any like secret hobbies or anything like that don't wouldn't try and become the next ed sure or anything or <laughs> no no <I> can't <laughs> really sing. yeah yeah no, no, I like my music and stuff yeah but no, that's good. yeah yeah like the odd, odd sort of bits of like construction bits and, and that but I've, I've not got any official qualifications or anything in, in any trades so yeah yeah so you'd be like a geologist or a coach by the sound of it it's like it's good <laughs> options to have <laughs> yeah or a labourer <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean you could do all three sort of maybe and just build rock gardens yeah that's you know, it uh, I, 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 I like doing different things I think that's sometimes what I find hard with the cycling and why I like having other things on and away from the sport like it's I guess it's with a lot of things now. If you want to be good at something, you have to just really hone in and focus on that one thing. And sometimes it can feel like, yeah, for me, too, too kind of like one-dimensional. But um, yeah, yeah, it's something I've kind of over over time just got yeah realised and. Know and I need to do other things as well. So, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. all about balance, isn't it? The I balance, guess. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's that's some good advice to other people as well, which we'll come on to in a bit. But um, 
next question is like why do you ride bikes as in what what makes you ride your bike if that makes sense um uh yeah there's a, a new a couple a couple reasons i think like i was saying before originally saying getting out and that sort of fresh air and feeling and then um yeah we like exploring new places and now it's, it's given me an amazing opportunity to sort of travel the world and see different different areas and represent the, the country and um try and i guess and inspire other other people to, to get into cycling and whatever way yeah pick up a pick up a bike and um, i mean that's 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 pretty good that's some very good reasons <laughs> yeah that's awesome fair play um next question is what is the best value upgrade you can make so this can be it can be a bike part it can be like investing in yourself it can be money on fuel to go ride somewhere else like what would you suggest to people to spend their cash on or time um i think if you want to like i guess ride ride more and be able to be consistent with it like having comfortable kit and um like clothing that you find comfortable and i guess if it's if that here is wet a lot so maybe having some like now there's good clothing you can get keep you warm and dry um and footwear and like good yeah good quality new shoes or over shoes or gloves to keep you keep you warm so you're not like when you're out there like oh i just want to game it's, it's game. <laughs> and then with that like comfortable shoes and a good saddle that that you like and just that that thing to make things more more pleasant yeah. if you if you can yeah i like that because it's rather than having say really fancy bike or whatever it is you just buy good kits so you're comfortable and then you're more likely to ride aren't you and get out in all the weathers and not yeah. be stuck on the turbo so that makes sense it's good yeah i don't think there's much point in suffering through uh, yeah if there's if you can avoid it you want to you want to enjoy it and not yeah have any issues definitely um, no that makes sense that's, that's a yeah, good one yeah i think probably performance wise the actual kit it's probably having a a bike that fits you well mm-hmm. like even yeah you can kind of on the extreme end you could have a bike fit and stuff but i don't think it's fully necessary like now there's a lot of stuff online you can research with position and dialing that kind of thing and um but yeah and then i guess wheels and and tires would be the the next thing and make a big yeah they can make a big difference with lights like like still strong but a lighter set of wheels and tires that grip well and don't you're not going to puncture with as well um, yeah definitely i guess that ties into the comfort as well you want a stiff but comfortable set of wheels and then also yeah. some tires that you can run at the right pressure and things and grip yeah yeah and then i think um it's yeah it's hard to do but just for recovery wise like um i'm trying yeah trying to get look after yourself and get a good night's sleep if you can definitely yeah. no well those are some of those obviously are quite expensive like wheels and tires but some of them are quite cheap like decent gloves and overshoes and just going to bed on time is is mm. free so yeah that's some that's some good um good upgrades and almost it ties into the next question as well like advice to listeners like i you've given us some great stuff is there anything else that you'd pass on for well i guess to the average athlete like myself or perhaps some of the younger listeners that are trying to work up and get onto mm. yeah i think as they say, like consistency's key. Um, yeah. Just trying to if you if it's something you you want to um work on and keep yeah do, yeah do do well at and better yourself would like improve um 
you're just being sort of consistent with it. Um, I, I think our fans is really is really beneficial, and and then uh, yeah, um, just just like having <laughs> yeah having having fun, and and I think it, sometimes I find it I'd like to do it more myself, and it's quite it's quite tricky with like how specific sessions yeah. need to be but um yeah if i had the like i say if i stopped racing or whatever um or like a, to that to that level i i try and go on a lot more like club and group rides are maybe yeah. try and set up like a or get more involved with like the local mountain bike guys more and just yeah and same on the road and trying to get a, I think it's really really good if you've got a quite a lo- like a reasonably local group you can go and ride and train with and push, push each other on with and help each other out and and yeah give each other sort of tips and, and that sort of thing it's have I mean we have a train like sort of like a training partner or yeah. partners so you can yeah there's a there's a fancy word for it I can't remember or two words I think it's social facilitation or something like that, where you you ride okay. harder because you're chasing someone, but then also you also just grow together and you push each other forwards. Um, mm. Yeah, that yeah. environment rather than being by yourself staring at the power meter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd also say don't get obsessed with your power meter. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. If, if you, yeah, look up and enjoy where you are. <laughs> yeah enjoy the view when you get to the top of the hill before you go yeah. back down <laughs> mm. no that's good um that that brings us to the end of um end of the questions the, i guess the final bit is is where can people follow your progress is there anyone say big thanks to any socials you want to plug um i believe we also have a request as well about helmets oh yeah yeah um no yeah first like big thanks to Gosser. So my, my family and, and friends and, and coaches and especially Simon Watson, guys at British Cycling and now the um the team at, at really Pirelli for kind of backing me and and believing in me and supporting me this this far to otherwise I wouldn't have been able to hack it's an expensive sport and wouldn't have been able to to do it otherwise and yeah massive also thanks to to them and yeah yeah looking forward to seeing what what happens a bit of a um bump in the road for the, the past little month or so of a bit of an injury but hopefully towards the tail end of that that now uh, it's nice to get outside on the bike again today for the first time in a while okay um, yeah um i'd like um i'm trying to I'm trying to post more on social media and show, like, I guess, yeah, kind of what's going on, what I'm up to. Never, I've never really been so hot or keen on it, but I know, like, now how the industry works, it's um, it's pretty crucial to, to sponsors and brand exposure and, and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, do a little bit on on Instagram and um, it's at cam or, or if anyone wants to have a, have a look yeah I'll link to it in the in the show notes and stuff that's grand I'll tag yeah. it yeah that's uh, that's cool yeah yeah and um, I think yeah anyone's looking um, and I am like for like to have the logo or a sticker on on my helmet um yeah please get in touch because that'd be that'd be cool awesome well yeah um i guess they can get in touch with you by instagram is that an easy way for yeah. people to reach you that are serious yeah. about that sort of thing yeah okay cool that would be good yeah just dm me on on there yeah. brilliant okay well i'll um i'll stick all the links in the show notes and in the instagram post when this goes up so thank you so much again for your time and we're really excited to see how you go this season that's great. No, thanks very much. Great to speak to you. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the A-Line Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, why not leave us a review on your podcast app of choice and share it with your mates. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the A-Line Podcast. Keep up to date on the latest news and updates on where I'll be racing this year. In the month of April, I'm going to be racing at Margan Park for the National and also the 7XE at Ferrum. So if you're there, be sure to come say hello. So until next time, ride fun and ride fast.